It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. KBL Studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch, if I can get my words together. <laughs> and you're listening to the Wednesday edition of The Grind. Carson, welcome in. Thanks. Uh, again, Carson comes to you by way of Give Him Six Podcast. And uh, excited to have Carson uh, back in studio. Uh, again, second time this week, so we're making it a thing. And uh, excited to have you, man. What's up? Oh, nothing much. Just kind of staying busy. But, yeah, I was here Monday. I enjoyed it, so hopefully I can keep doing that. But nothing much. Just waking up early and enjoying um, to be on the radio today. Hey, absolutely. Getting up early is always fun. Uh, mm-hmm. At least, you know, I like to think it is. I don't know uh, legitimately how fun it is. But uh, but nonetheless, you know, we're, we're here to talk. And, uh, you know, got some big orange stuff to talk about between both the uh, uh, Tennessee uh, starting in the preseason top 25. It's a thing. Like, if the season were to not happen, Tennessee had a top 25 season. Uh, but uh, it's going to happen. I got, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. That was a song at one point, but now it's just me. I remember that song. Uh, but uh, Tennessee has also announced how they're going to lay out se- season ticket and how they're going to spill uh, the 25% capacity at Neyland Stadium. We'll talk about that a little bit. And then the NBA continues to chug along through the playoffs. Uh, a light day yesterday, but we'll also recap Tuesday as yesterday. If you listen to the show, uh, we had to re-air a, a older show. Listen to, to Coach Mack in the house. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Mack Mahan, uh, Lanier coach, William Blunt coach, and Heritage coach. Uh, all nice stops along the way, but it was good to hear uh, that, that show again. A archived show, if you will. But nonetheless, gave uh, gave a lot of good insight uh, leading through that. But Carson, uh, talk about NBA, man. Uh, yeah. it, it's uh, it's an ever evolving thing. Uh, the the great players they uh, they get hot and they cool down just as quick, or you, you pretty much put them up on the shelf, and then all of a sudden they come unglued and, and go off in a, in a game in a big way. So. Uh, the NBA gave us a lot over the last couple of days to, to look at. Oh, yeah, they did. And it's been fun to watch. I mean, some of the games have been blowouts. You know, speaking of the Lakers, they're starting to find their way. After the loss of the Trailblazers in the first game, it was kind of a wake-up call to them that they're going to have to play hard. You look at the Trailblazers, they're down 3-1. Chances are very slim being an eight seed, so we're going to see how that turns out. Um, the Thunder come back, and they have tied the series 117-114 last game. Chris Paul said after the f- second loss, um, they're down 0-2. He says that he has to play better, and I guess he's playing better. So, so where do you sit on that one? Because I, mm-hmm. I know you're a Chris Paul fan, but you're a Houston fan. Uh, I mean, are you are you nervous as a Houston fan? Oh, yeah. Happy for Chris Paul? I mean, what's how do you – how do you look at that? Well, you know, as as a fan standpoint from for the Rockets, not having Russell Westbrook at all in this series has been a huge issue because 
he's he's you know he's the second best player on the team so he's gonna have to be there but he's not gonna be there for the next game either so it's James Harden again I'm surprised though because I really didn't think James Harden himself um, and a couple other surrounding cast could be able to compete with the Thunder the way they've played but the Thunder have finally started to find their way too so I am nervous uh, I think that the Thunder could very easily win this next game and I think they have a better chance of winning so we'll see how it goes Absolutely. You, you know, I'm really, I'm really, uh, you, you know, interested in how this thing shakes out because, you, you know, I don't know. You look and 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 some of these series are are very much taken care of. I mean, Tuesday night, uh, the Heat finished the sweep of the Pacers, ninety nine eighty seven. Uh, the like you said, the the series tied two two, Thunders and Rockets. Uh, the Bucks uh, take a commanding three one lead over the Magic, and then the Lakers, of course. Uh, 3-1 lead over the Trailblazers. But Damian Lillard, uh, he dinged that knee up uh, in, in that game. So yeah. I, I think it's all over for the Trailblazers uh, if he's even remotely damaged. Uh, and, and then last night you saw the Clippers uh, do their thing. And then uh, also, um, I'm trying to look. Uh, you, who am I trying to tell? Luka Doncic uh, had a had an injury last night too. No, it was it was Murray. Murray had yeah. Oh, Jamal goes. Murray for the Nuggets had an awesome game last night. Yeah, Jason Ward picking me up there. Jamal Murray, forty plus points, uh, basically willed the Nuggets to a victory, one seventeen one oh seven. Utah now leads the series three to two, and you know really. Uh, the Nuggets are kind of fending off elimination. Uh, they're they're trying right. to battle back in there and, and get some things done. And he, it's amazing how some players like when they play because he played at Kentucky, right? And uh, you know I try to forget those days, but uh, the, it's amazing the players that come into the NBA and then develop into greatness. Because there's some that you know you look at and you're like that's a that's a no brainer that's a turnkey situation, and they come into the league and they kind of you know kind of sputter out. Uh, this has not been the case here. You, he's went to a place to where it's going to be hard to win. It's going to be hard to, to, to have pieces around you that's going to help you a lot. Uh, he didn't need a whole lot of pieces last night. He he went right. off. Yeah, and the Nuggets are a team that's been very highly respected the past two years. Last year almost being um, one of the best teams in the league. This year they're kind of slowed down a little bit with Nikola. Um, Jokic um, being one of their best players on the team. He lost some weight in this quarantine. He's starting to play a little bit of a point guard position as like 6'10", so that's exciting to see. And you have Jamal Murray last night, and I don't think they want to lose. I think they want to compete. But all in all, I think with Jazz up 3-2, I really think they're the better team, and I think they're going to pull out. And the Mavericks and the Clippers last night, I do want to touch on Luka Doncic um, hurt, his, hurt his ankle, and his ankle, his shoe kept falling off and falling off and falling off. I think his ankle is so busted up, and sadly, I really think this is over. I think the Clippers are going to win the series up 3-2. Well, I'll tell you, Paul George made his appearance last night, and, and I think that that is a piece of the puzzle that if it clicks in, uh, this is a dangerous team. Uh -huh. Kawhi and Paul George locking it in. Uh, Paul George last night, 25 minutes. Uh, he, he had a really nice night, 35 points in 25 minutes. Uh, you, you just you get that kind of production in that limited number of minutes, and this is a scary basketball team. Clippers defeat the Dallas Mavericks one fifty four to one eleven. Smoke the Mavericks. I I don't know what what you say. They doubled them up in the first quarter. They outscored them by five in the first in the second quarter, one in the third quarter, 
and then just steamrolled them, nearly doubled them up in the fourth quarter. When you uh, when you double score, doubles the score of your opponent in two of the four quarters, it's hard to lose those games. Oh yeah, and it it was a game I watched all the way till about the third quarter, and it was. It was just rough seeing the Mavericks. They couldn't hit on any cylinders. Chris Porzingis was also out for the Mavericks. So, well, was, and it was funny. One. I watched yesterday. A lot of the the big heads thought that uh, the Mavs might play better without him. I, I think it's it's one of those deals. They may, uh, you know, they play a little bit more uh, more little on ball basketball yeah. without him because you know you don't work the basketball through him. But uh, to me. It's it's always a better basketball team oh, when you yeah. have a big man. Oh yeah, because why would you know you you always want to have that guy? He's your second best player on the court, and you want to have him because you the series is tied two two, and when he's been on the team, it's two two. So he's been able to win with him on the team. So to do better without him, eh, didn't look like that worked out too well. Hopefully they can get him back for the next game. Did you say? Did you see where uh, Carlisle was ejected midway through the third quarter? Yeah. Yeah, and it was one of those. Uh, I think he wanted to get the technical. He probably did, but then he just wouldn't shut up. They were they were John back and forth the game all night. It was it was stare downs and uh, Paul George got hit in the face and it was this that and it was it was a wild night with that game. There there's a lot of tension going on there. Yeah, my my buddy Jason Ward says uh, uh, says that. Uh, says that the LA Clippers come out of the West. Jason, I you know, I I I really I really and and, and I know what you're thinking. Remember Texas Tech. You remember the Texas Tech, you remember not last year, but the year before in the NCAA tournament how oh, deep yeah. they went. So so my buddy Jason, he was all over it and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And he, and he picks them go to go deep. And then all of a sudden he's you know he's the they were the five seed I think yeah. weren't, weren't they it was one yeah it was one of those those Cinderella kind of situations well anyway he says the Clippers will come out of the West I just think it's going to be hard to beat a you know AD and 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 LeBron I, I um I can kind of agree with the Clippers coming out Lakers are just too inconsistent for me yeah but I don't I don't think they've been pushed to to have to be consistent no they haven't and the thing is I just want to see them play and once I see them play one game then I'm going to be able to decide but if I'm being totally honest with you AI it's going to be hard to beat LeBron and AD down the stretch late I know AD wants a championship but we saw Kawhi last year do it with the Raptors and I'm not going to say by himself he had a lot of help you know rising stars and all sorts, but it's going to be hard, like you said earlier, to beat a Paul George and Kawhi team that just is hitting on all cylinders. But the thing I will say is I think um, Anthony Davis will dominate in down low versus the Clippers, and that, that's, that's just my opinion. You do know LeBron has over 7,000 postseason points. Yep. I'm just saying. That's like that's heavy. Yeah, that's a lot. You know who number two it's is? not enough experience down there. You know who number two is? Ad no in postseason oh, oh. points. Um, Michael Jordan. You know how many he has. Kareem. You know how many postseason points Michael Jordan has. No, I'm pretty sure it's uh, sixty three hundred. Wow, that's a lot of difference. It is postseason points. NBA. We're gonna Google's gonna tell us. Google's gonna tell us. Yeah, LeBron James has seven thousand twelve points. No, no, no. Michael Jordan has 5,987 points. Kareem has 5,762. And then Kobe had 5,640. Yep. So, 
I'm just saying, he, he knows how to turn it on. You know, I think LeBron has come out and he's had like a 20-10-10. and 10. He's, you know, he's had more triple-doubles in the postseason than, than basically anybody. Uh, he's third in Lakers history in triple-doubles, period. Uh, this is a guy who, who's in his 17th season. He doesn't have uh, every, you know, he, he can't just ball out for, for a 73-game series, you know, season. You know what I'm saying? But he can turn it on for seven. He can get you four. And so I think it's going to be probably the NBA championship will come through the Western Conference championship. Does that make would yeah. you would you go that far with me? Well, yeah, I think I think whoever wins the West is going to win the championship because honestly, I think they're going to beat the Bucks um, because I think the Bucks are coming out of the East. I just think they're too good of a team to come out of it. And we'll see. But I I think if the Lakers, I think the Lakers if they beat the Clippers, I think the Lakers have a better chance of beating the Bucks than the. Clippers do just by matchups because you could you could stick AD on Giannis, you know it's going to be hard to guard Giannis anyway. So but. so the games tonight uh, potentially the Bucks could close out the Magic and, and really put themselves in a in a little bit of a breather spot uh, in that Eastern Conference. The Rockets and Thunder will play Game Five that will not clinch the series. Uh, one team will take the advantage three to two uh, into Game Number Six. Uh, and then the Trailblazers, Lakers. I think it ends tonight. I, I think LeBron and AD. You know, if and and that's the thing with him now is is he needs early exit series. You know what I'm saying? He needs to hurry up and get some get some wins because the longer uh, you have to play games, uh, the the more the age impacts him. Right. So yeah. if uh, I'm trying to look at a bracket, so should should uh should the Lakers beat the Trailblazers who's their next opponent would it be would it um, be the Thunder Rockets winner yes it is it's the Thunder Rockets I mean I don't know I, who if it's the Thunder I think that gives the Lakers a better chance overall oh it does because mm-hmm. sadly I, I mean I just say you know, oh yeah you can't the it's it's just two athletic versus two of a young team. Mm. We have way too Thunder. I say we, but Thunder have way too of a young team. Shy Gildas Alexander's playing great, but he's playing against the Lakers. It's going to be a little difficult. <laughs> so uh, Chris Paul is their veteran on the Thunder. So it's just something that if the Thunder come out of the West or come out of that game and face the Lakers, the Lakers I think will move on again. So. Yeah, I'll say he 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 could jump four feet and AD would still stuff it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just that kind of situation. Yeah, but I'm right there with you. I think they both end tonight. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm interested in what that looks like, and then I'm gonna look ahead to Thursday to see what what the the closeout could look like. Uh, Jazz Nuggets could finish on Thursday uh, again. Uh, Celtics Raptors. Uh, the the series is going to start eight twenty seven. So it's kind of uh, you know it's sitting idle. Those two teams are looking to push the envelope on that on that eastern oh, yeah. side. Uh, I, th- I think you don't rule out the the Celtics, man. The way Jason Tatum and those boys are playing, and, and the experience. You know right. what I'm saying? The Celtics, even though they're they're a Brad Stevens built team, uh, it's still the Celtics. It's still a team that looks in their rafters at their home at their home court when they get back to it. They've been in the bubble now, but. Uh, and they've they've done this for a long time and done done a really good job with it and and I think the way Jason Tatum and those guys are kind of taking over games, uh, I wouldn't rule out the Celtics uh, in the in the Eastern Conference. A lot of people are underestimating him because you know uh, Kemba could only have a certain amount of minutes 
in the um, 10 game season so he only had a certain amount of minutes so you didn't see him a lot and they weren't playing as good but with Kemba addition back Jason Tatum when he's on um, it yeah that's a scary team but honestly I, I think that's going to be one of the best uh, series we have and uh, that they've the Raptors, they want another championship. They want a battle. And honestly, that's that's going to be the upset team is the Raptors coming out of the East. You know, it's, it's crazy. When when you're the defending champ and you're the upset team coming out of your own division. And, you know, their record doesn't say it, but then you look at who they have to play. Nobody really picks them. It's kind of it's a Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam. It's kind of, ugh, will yeah. they play good? Bless you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I swear the NBA with their international players, it, nothing. I mean that that's just their 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 whatever you want to call it their lingo. But yeah. man, they've got some names. Yeah, it's like a bunch of consonants. Oh yeah, just, just wait till the, in there. Yeah, just wait till the uh, draft happens. Some kids coming from Europe. Yeah, well. We'll watch that in anticipation. But nonetheless, uh, the NBA playoffs are something fun to watch. Uh, you've finally seen some guys click into the bubble. Paul George talked a little bit yeah. about the psychological side of the bubble. He said, you know, I guess I underestimated mental health. Uh, he said, you know, I, I was I was having some anxiety, some depression, been locked in this bubble, da-da-da. I think that's a real thing. Oh, I, I it think is. I think even though they're at Disney World, I mean, even if they win a championship, they just go down the street to Disney World. But uh, it's still they they don't get to see their family. It's a FaceTime only kind of situation. Uh, it's a it's a dynamic that I think could play a bigger role than we're probably giving it credit for. Uh, you see these teams and these great players all of a sudden either go dormant or come to life. It's because uh, either they're they're embracing the bubble. Or the bubbles getting getting in their head. Yeah, you got to think if you're sitting there for days and days and all through this playoffs, you know, in one area, one hotel room, and it's like like you said, FaceTime calls. That's all you can get, and constantly playing. You're tired. Just a bunch of things, just all in one. And I'm sure that happens for a lot of people. But Paul George, I mean, he has a lot of stress riding on him. He's, you know, him and Kawhi are gonna have to step up if they want to win a championship. So. He's had a lot of stress on him and probably wants to be in more of a comfortable situation, but I guess that's just how it is in the bubble. Yeah, and and I think to each their own. Everybody gets motivated differently, and we're seeing those that uh, that get motivated by isolation, and we see those that are getting devastated by isolation. Both uh, both situations are uh, are respected and understood, but uh, NBA continues to push along, and we'll continue to unfold that as the days and weeks move forward. But let's take our first break of the day, listen to our great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to go big orange the rest of the way. We're going to talk about Tennessee's ticket uh, allotment, how they're going to break up season tickets, how they're going to seat and and fill Neyland to a 25% capacity. And we'll talk about is that good, is it bad, uh, how did they come about this decision, and then again just break down how – this is going to roll out here in 2020. We'll talk all that on the flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Hometown Alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 850 AM. 
Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Twenty twenty has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. 
Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student-athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at WKVL.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts. We've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcast and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything the Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we grind it out here on a Wednesday edition. Carson, uh, we're, we don't have a baseball segment necessarily today, right. uh, but wanted to give a shout-out uh, to, to, to Giolito uh, pitching a no-hitter for the Chicago White Sox. Lucas, uh, I believe it's Giolito. Uh, uh, I think that's the we'll way. We'll go with that. Now, I believe his – he's. He's pretty much like uh, he's like royalty because he comes from a pretty well-known family. I think right. one of his relatives uh, created Twin Peaks. Oh, so appreciate that. Okay, I mean yeah. that's so appreciative. Uh, but then uh, another one of his his relatives, I can't remember. It was like like a Hollywood person or something. So he is he is huh. no uh, he is no stranger to the spotlight. But uh, yesterday, first no hitter in the 2020 shortened season. Uh, and, and really, uh, and, and Mr. Mr. Jeffy Max not going to appreciate this, but it is against his Pirates, uh, and it was a, uh, it was not a uh, a perfect like uh, you know, killer game, uh, but he did have the most strikeouts in a no hitter in, in in quite some time, 
and then he also uh, he got to play the defense behind him. He put some balls in play, and they uh, they took care of him. So uh, I think you know it was it was really worth noting. It was a four nothing win for the White Sox in a nine hit affair uh, for them, but the Pirates got blanked and and honestly just added to uh, the uh, I don't know the bad bad taste in the mouth oh, of yeah. the 2020 season for the Pirates. They're now seven and eighteen. The White Sox are uh, eighteen and twelve, holding tough. Yeah, that's that's big for the White Sox because that gives you some publicity, I guess you could say. You know, hey, White Sox got a good pitcher. Let's see how they do in the coming season. But, yeah, it's just another big punch to the gut to the Pirates. I mean, seriously, can you get any worse? I am I am trying to figure out. So, Lucas Giolito's parents, I'm trying to – my phone's being very slow. He comes from an acting family. There, there's got to be a famous actor in there somewhere. Da, da, da. Reviewing. His father Rick has ten acting credits on IMDb. IMDb. Uh, oh, he was a uh, he was a soap opera actress oh. or actor actress, whatever you call it. But uh, he'd been on Hill Street Blues, Crossing Jordan, As the World Turns, Boston Legal, uh, Without a Trace, um, Lindsay's Brother, uh, which is, is the, the uncle of, of Lucas. Uh, he is, uh, yeah, yeah, I believe, yeah, helped uh, develop Twin Peaks. But uh, anyway, nonetheless, uh, can appreciate that. But Lucas Giolito, uh, no hitter. First one of 2020 and uh, in dominant fashion. Most yep. K's in a in a no hitter in some time, and uh, worth talking about. But oh, yeah. uh, but talk about uh, spot, talk about worth talking about. Uh, give us a little shout out to to give him six podcasts. How do you how do you find give him six? Well, uh, my podcast you can find us or where on, maybe the shorter list is where you can't find it. Right, it's um, just not out there. It's to not find it. I mean, I I couldn't think of you know, what app not off the top of my head. Um, SoundCloud we don't post as much on there because we have all our other platforms. And once you get to SoundCloud, post a certain amount of episodes for a podcast, you can't really post as much anymore. Yeah. Um, because there's a certain amount of minutes they give you. So all right, we posted our old episodes on there. Um, now we occasionally will put a special episode on there if we have a feature or something like that. But most of the time, it's on Apple Music, iTunes. Just look us up. I think the easiest way is that most of the time I tell people, just look us up in any of your search engines that you have and click on our website, and you can play all of our episodes from there. Or you can go to any app at the very bottom. We have all sorts of them. So Just everywhere. We try to do that because you never know what people have and don't have, so it just keeps everybody in line. Everybody has certain apps that they like to use more, like iHeartRadio, Snitcher, yeah, there's people, you know, you'll you'll ask them if the, if you're on this and you've never heard of it before, and we are. So we, <laughs> we we try to make we try to make sure it's everywhere where people can find it. Anywhere you want to be, in some places you don't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, some of the apps you, you just never use, but you still post on them just because some one person may use it. So absolutely. So again, where, where's the features and uh, and what are we what what can we expect here in the near future? Uh, from Give Him Six? Well, um, well, the feature episodes, we like to call those bonus episodes. We've had a couple guys on there. Uh, Alex Myers, an ESPN guy, he's been very helpful to us. Tony Basilio, he's been uh, one of our biggest leadership 
people he's helped me and my uh, cousin Elijah through a lot with like getting the podcast feel trying to get out there and um, we've been on his show a couple times and it's been pretty fun we've had Jason Swain on he's he's a um, a a great mentor he's very good at his job and we love having him on so we've had all sorts of people Tony Robinson the great quarterback won national championship T Rob he's a great guy got a picture with him and all sorts of stuff so he uh, got his phone number. If he says if uh, you ever need anything, you just holler at me. So T Rob won a uh, a Super Bowl, or, or actually he did has at a the Super Eagles. Bowl. I held yeah. the ring. Really? Yeah, I have a picture with an Redskins. Arm. Redskins. Yeah, it was the Redskins or the yeah, it was the Redskins or the Eagles. One of the two. Yeah, he was a he was a replacement player for the Redskins. Did you know that? Uh, he was what the he was that that year of the scab. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I looked it up after. You know, for a long time they they just gave him a ring just a few years ago. Yeah, because when when they because they didn't play the full season, they got him kind of in line to go to the Super Bowl. And then what happened was is the the strike broke. Everybody come back. They go to the Super Bowl and win, and they didn't give the scab players rings for a long time. And and he he got rewarded and got that back uh, just a few years ago. Now that's a great story. You got yep. to hold it. I got to hold it. Yeah, it I'm. Was, I'm pretty super jelly right now. It was. It was cool, but it. Yeah, we we love to have those those episodes. They're so much fun. My claim to fame is I I, I held, and and maybe slid on just to see if it fit a Cubs World Series ring. Now that's fun. You remember the couple years ago? So, oh yeah. So they gave like everybody one. Yeah. And uh, at my old stop at my my last place, we did a show. Um, I uh, I knew the the one of the trainers for the Smokies, and it it trickled all the way down there. Now his wasn't like diamond encrusted; it was the same look, but a lot of his stuff was was the fake diamonds. Yeah, which I'm cool with CZ. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, but anyway, he had his, and literally he said, you know, he said I really I don't much care for it. And I said, oh really? I said it's a World Series ring. He said, yeah, but it's so big it hurts my fingers. I'm like, that's a problem I'd love to have. Oh, yeah, I would love to have one. If I could even get my hands on anything, NHL, give me something. <laughs> that'd be cool to just have one. I worked uh, I worked uh, at Denzo with a with a guy uh, that, that had won four state championships at Maryville, and he, he talks about if he had it to do over again, he would have got it sized for different fingers because he got them all for one hand. Right. And he says when he puts them all on, it hurts his fingers. I went, oh, Poor oh, baby. Imagine taking a picture with four of them on. Well, have you ever seen Tom Brady with his six on? He's got two on one finger. Don't get me started. I know, right? Yeah. I digress. Yeah. Like, I'm just – that. You, that's a monumental moment. That's the first time I've ever been the Tom Brady mentioner. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that because Tom you Brady – You can tell I'm uh, short of sleep. You can tell I'm – And, you know, old. it's – when you have – what if he would have put it on the other finger? He would have held the phone with his mouth, took a picture. I could see him doing that. Somebody else takes a picture. Oh, no, he's Tom Brady. He just says, hey, I'm Tom Brady. Take this picture. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. 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 Hey, I'm – I'm a hater. I'm a hater, and I know it. But nonetheless, uh, Tennessee, as we we literally we have went the long way to get right. here. Tennessee has announced how they're going to hand out tickets. How well, how they're going to divvy the tickets. Twenty five percent capacity is where they want to be, and uh, and Tennessee is going to have to really dive deep and yep. and figure out how they're going to get there. Of course, they want students involved. They want donors involved, and uh, and and how they put that together is going to be really. An interesting uh, puzzle, uh, just to say the least, because basically to align with state and local distance social distancing guidelines, Tennessee's finalized 
uh, its adjusted seating model for 2020. Uh, pending the status of the current pandemic, it said the Tennessee said their hope was to plan to only require one season, uh, and the Neyland Stadium can return to its traditional seating uh, model in 2021. Uh, the first uh, home game will be October the third against Missouri, a 25% capacity roughly, and capacity restrictions could change as things either open up or get more more dependent. Right. You know, so again, this is just a very much a a fluid decision. Uh, you know, Philip Former says I can't overstate how much I empathize with thousands of fans who won't get to experience Neyland this fall. Uh, he said these circumstances are beyond our control, and we understand the importance of playing our part to keep our community healthy. And he said, for those who will be with us in the stadium, uh, please know that we are committed to creating the safest environment possible in and around Neyland Stadium. So uh, current UT students and active Tennessee fund donors will, with season tickets will receive priority uh, in 2020. He said tickets will be offered as season tickets based on Tennessee fund annual gift amount and ranking order. So the more you give, the higher you are on order, yeah. uh, air quotes Sadly. used there. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's a time when you're going to lose a ton of money. You don't want to yeah. look at the biggest donor and go, you know what? You just didn't win the lottery. No. Yeah. So you yeah. got to, you got to, you got to, you got to know where your butter's bread, right? Or your, your bread is buttered. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. It's early. Oh man. It, yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. With the Vols scheduled to host five SEC opponents uh, for the first time since 1959, the original season ticket price will not change. Uh, student seating uh, section remains the same, sections D through K. Uh, new socially distanced student seating guidelines included capacity uh, in these sections. Uh, what was determined by the UT Office of Student Life. Uh, students can request tickets, which will be issued on a game-by-game -game basis, very much similar to what they've done in the past. Uh, you get there super early. Uh, and you, you get that first mm -hmm. first offer there. Uh, ticket holders with seats in premium areas at Neyland Stadium, uh, I would argue they're all premium, uh, will be notified of capacity reductions in their said location. Uh, ticket holders with seats unable to be used in premium areas uh, have been relocated in the, air quotes, main stadium bowl is what it says, leading to a domino effect of restructuring within that seating capacity. Uh, all ticket locations in the new adjusted seating model are assigned by the Tennessee Fund according to the mandated guideline for social distancing. Once seating in premium areas have been assigned, donors will be segmented according to the Tennessee Fund annual gift amount and rank order. Uh, Thursday, donors in descending segments uh, will receive an email offering tickets in a specific location and a deadline by which they must accept or decline the ticket. Uh, I feel like this will be an email that at the bottom says, this message will de will deconstruct in 40 seconds. Probably. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of information on one kind of talking about. They said, they said 48 hours. Like straight up. You're going to get like, these are the tickets you can have and you're, uh, you're privy to. Right. Yes or no. Uh, yeah. And so you look at it and you're like, well... You're gonna have some space. You're gonna. It's not gonna be as much people. It almost feels like you got a VIP. You're the only one watching the game. And to go back on it, yeah, if you're in Philip Fulmer's position, you're in the board's position. You gotta take these donors that give money, 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 
every year, and you got to give them in, not just the normal fan, because guess what? There's a lot of normal fans out there that want to come to the game. So you have to look at that, and I'm right there with you. I think that you have to take those guys in first, and maybe there's a couple tickets to spare, but that will be a fight for – I don't even understand. I don't even well, know. And, and I do know, I do know that there's there's an older segment of season ticket holders. Yeah. And what I mean by that is is older people uh, that honestly 2020 is not going to be the time they want to go be with with 25, 20, 28 thousand of their their biggest fans. You yeah. know. So uh, those that that choose to decline the offer uh, will receive the email outlining their options. Uh, options are one: donate their 2020 ticket payment and donation uh, to the Tennessee Fund at a tax deductible contribution. Not many takers there, I would think. No. Uh, have their 2020 ticket payment and donation carried to the 2021 season or receive a refund of the price of the ticket and their donation. Um, those that, that, that provide, you know, give the donation and just kind of donate it, those are, those are the people I just would like to have the, the money they throw away. Oh, yeah. Those people are going to be the people with the money and – they're gonna be like, eh, we'll just buy some more later on. And my understanding is, is there's a there's a thing in the works that they're gonna create like a, I don't know, some special donor plaque that has those people's names on there's it. There's gonna be something. So there there'll be those people that want their name on that plaque, right? Yeah. Uh, it's probably not gonna be people I know. It's not gonna be the 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 guys who sit up in JJ where I sit. So. Oh yeah. No. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, but I, I will say this, uh, you know, I think the rollover to 2021 is a good, is a good idea. You can watch games on a four letter network, uh, this year and just roll this thing to 21 and, and stay safe. So I think that option will be used. And then I think of course there'll be ones that take a full, full refund. Um, the, the outline says, you know, basically the, the, <laughs> the, the general admission ticket, um, you, you know, it, it's going to be. Uh, it says for all tickets purchased on the secondary marketplace, i.e., not through Tennessee Athletics, so StubHub, etc., uh, cannot guarantee they will be socially distanced. Fans who purchase tickets on the secondary market um, may, you know, may find themselves seated directly next to a stranger. Uh, those are things that you'll have to take into account if you buy right. on those secondary markets. But uh, general admission tickets are going to be, I think, limited even beyond. Uh, the twenty five percent, just because uh, they're I, what I read was is they were only going to give the the visiting people five hundred tickets. Yeah, that's not a lot. No. I mean, that's good when you if you've ever been to Neyland when Alabama brings forty thousand. Uh, oh, it's know, oh, it's going to be helpful. Uh, I mean, that, that's always nice you, when you you can only have five hundred Gators in there. Right, uh, that's going to be nice. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you this, uh, I think it's twenty twenty. I think if you want to go to a football game. Uh, know your risk, take care of yourself, and go to a football game. Yeah, I want to uh, go to a football game, if I'm being honest with you. And I want to buy – I really want to go. Yeah, and I want to buy to a, one. I went to a race. I mean, I went to Bristol, and they had 30,000 people there, and I was yeah. fine. So, Well, you look at it, and you're like, well, there's a, a lot – you know, there's a lot of games to choose from. So, hey, maybe you'll choose one nobody else wants to go to. Maybe just just pick the Vandy or Kentucky. You're pretty. You're pretty. Low oh rate. yeah. Who who doesn't want to see or Vandy Missouri or Missouri? That that would that would be. Or as uh, as some people call it, Missouri. I'll be on vacation when we play Missouri. 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 <laughs> Mizzou. Could, Do you yeah. know their claim to fame? Do you know why they're they're like their tradition that they kind of started? Well, they were in the Big Twelve. 
Why, right, absolutely. Well, they were in the Big Eight before that. Wow, wow they should have just Big Eight there. became the Big Eight. Should have stayed there. Yeah. Uh, they they initiated homecoming. Oh, they did. Like, they started that. Like they that looked was like they liked that. With the M, with the rocks, they're all, like, fancy down there. Do you know Do you know people get to take a rock with them when they graduate? Mm-hmm. My, my wife, uh, in all her infinite sarcasm, uh, she said, that's cute. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, but, uh, <laughs> could you imagine thinking, what are you going to do with that rock? Just sit it down somewhere? I think you do. I think you do. I think it's what uh, holds down papers just on your desk. touch it every day like a Clemson football you player. You could just smack it. It could be instead of Howard's rock, it's Mizzou's rock. Yeah, just every morning you're like, you know, I'm just going to smack this rock. Or you could do like Tennessee does and just put it in your front yard and paint it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Why not? Hey, get a big rock. Hey, I, uh, uh, just total side note, I have a, a, a mass uh, affection for the rock at Tennessee. You do? Mm-hmm. I proposed on that rock. I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah. they moved it. Did you know it used to be on the other side of the road? Yeah. Well, I, I knew that somebody was somebody was telling me that they were moving the rock. So they moved it probably like four years ago, five yeah. years ago now. Uh, they When they built that building, of course, right. it needed to be out of the way. Uh, and they, they were going to move it, but they had known that it had been painted like a million times. And so they were nervous that just picking it up, it would break. Yeah. And I'm they wondering. were like, oh, if it breaks, we'll just replace it. We'll get another one. I ain't going to lie. Laura, Laura Mason Kaiser, which is my wife, uh, she about flipped out. She was like, if they break it, we got to go get a piece of it, you know. Because, I mean, there was a lot of history there. But, of course, in the great uh, engineering that Tennessee does, uh, they got it picked right up, placed right over there. Yeah. And now it's like primo. Like back when back when we painted it, back when Laura was in school, and I say it like it was a hundred years ago, it was just really like ten years ago, uh, you, you know. And she'd probably kill me for even saying that. But uh, ten years ago, it was not concreted around. Uh, it was in the grass. There was no lights that shined on the back of it. Right. There were lights on the front. I can tell you how I know. Uh, but uh, anyway, it's a it's a thing now. Like it's a it's a place to check out if you're in Knoxville. Uh, to drive by and just see what what fraternity, what what group had painted it that week. So, yeah, and it's always fun to see a rival get painted on there. Yeah, absolutely. Or a rival gets get uh, get uh, I don't know what what I want to say fresh enough oh, to yeah. try to paint it themselves. Oh, yeah, you no, got a right. lot coming if you try to do that. Hey, well, talk about a lot coming. We got to come on with another break. Let's take another break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, let's talk about Tennessee. And their top 25 preseason ranking. Too high, too low, or just right? We'll talk about that on the flip side of the break. You're listening to the Wednesday Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it.
Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Blunt Broadcasting reminds you to prepare now to vote in the presidential election on November 3rd. Tennesseans should make sure their voter registration is up to date and make decisions about whether they will vote in person or absentee by mail if eligible. Tennessee's generous early voting period starts October 14th and lasts until October 29th. Voters who choose to vote in person during early voting or on election day should expect to see signs with safety instructions at their polling locations. In Tennessee, voters must have a legal reason listed in the law to be eligible to vote absentee by mail. If you make your request now to vote absentee by mail, counties will be prepared to send you the ballot as soon as it's available. Once you receive your ballot, vote on it and mail it back as soon as possible so it's ready to be counted on Election Day. For more information on the voting process, go to GoVoteTN.com or call the Division of Elections toll-free at one 877 850-4959. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grand from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts. We've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to The Grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. 
I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we grind it out here on a Wednesday edition. Carson, again, thanks for coming in. Always fun by way of Give Him Six podcast. But uh, talk about 2020 top 25 preseason college football rankings and who's right there at number 25, Tennessee. Yep. Uh, Tennessee coming off of a super strong finish uh, to 2020 and uh, rewarded as such. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in at number 25. Trying to look at uh, at who's ahead of them. Of course, Clemson is sitting at number one, uh, 14-1 and one last year, and really a, uh, a, a nice contender there. Ohio State, uh, they're at number two, even though they will not play this fall. So I think they'll quickly move uh, out of that conversation. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Alabama sits at number three. Uh, LSU number four, which I think is a very – uh, very high ranking for a team that oh, lost as much as they did. Yeah. Uh, Georgia sits at five. Uh, Oregon, six. Oklahoma, seven. Penn State, eight. Again, will not play. Uh, actually, uh, Oregon will not play as well. Um, That's right. Number nine, Florida. They're 11-2 and two a year ago and looking to improve on that. And then Auburn rounds out your top ten. Um, any surprises for you in that top ten besides, of course, the teams that aren't going to play this fall? Um, honestly, I, the LSU, uh, like you said, is very surprising to me because they've lost so much. You know, I'm expecting a top 10, maybe a lower top 10, but that is generous, I will say. Very generous. I would say that, um, out of that top 10, no, no other really, Notre Dame, I mean, uh, well, they're 11. Notre Dame sits at 11. But yeah. I would say Oregon uh, shocked me a little bit just because you lose a Justin Herbert, you you replace that kind of a starter, and I just wouldn't see you being better than you were a year ago. Right. And, and by that ranking, they would they are. Uh, another one is Auburn. Uh, Auburn was 9-4 and four a year ago. Uh, really, uh, you know, they their, their claim to fame in this article is that they beat the eventual Rose Bowl champ, uh, ended the you know uh, Alabama's title hopes and and then battled with LSU and Georgia. Right. Uh, okay, uh, but they lost to Minnesota in the Outback Bowl. <laughs> you know, I just I don't think that garners top right. ten material. But other than that, I think all of them just fit. I mean, I understand putting the uh, putting the Oklahoma or not Oklahoma the Oregon. And the uh, and the Ohio State in there, the Penn State in there as a token. If you would have played, here's where you would have been, yep. uh, kind of situation. But uh, I don't have an argument with the rest of them. Uh, Notre Dame at eleven. It, it's I could dispute it, but it's 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 the nature of college football. Yep. Notre Dame's always going to get the love. Uh, Okie State at twelve. A and M at thirteen. Texas at fourteen. Uh, that's funny, just because of the rivalry that is I know, that it's back to back. 15 for Michigan. I feel like you got you should have to beat Ohio State or at least win a meaningful game in the Big Ten before you rank that high, but that's just my opinion. Uh, Wisconsin, uh, th- I think that's a fair ranking. They're always good, so I think that's a that's a good place for them. Uh, North Carolina at 7-6 and six in Mac Brown's first year to be number 17. I think that's a little high. I think 22-25 to 25 would have been just fine for me, yeah. uh, but I think coming off of a 7-6 and six season – uh, to jump up to number 17. Uh, I just think there's some teams behind them uh, that deserved a little bit more than that, i.e. Minnesota, um, you know, USC. Uh, they will not play also like Minnesota, uh, but they're they're there. Number 20, UCF. 
Number 21, Cincinnati. Uh, that's questionable. Uh, but Luke Fickle did just get an, uh, an extension, so it looks like stability will be there for them. Uh, Utah is at 22. Iowa State and Iowa are 23 and 24, respectively. And then Arizona State uh, sits at, at number 25, but uh, they, they will not play also. Tennessee uh, will sit at number 25. Yeah, so that that was the thing before, I guess. So Yeah, I think that may be a way too early preseason. Um, yeah, so I, I, Tennessee ran it out there at the 25. but I, I like Tennessee at 25. I, I think that's that's enough pressure uh, without being, you know, if, if they would have put us, if they'd have put us at 17, it's kind of that, that knock on, on North Carolina's ranking. If they'd have put yeah. Tennessee at 17, I'd have went, Ooh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know Hold about up. that. Yeah, pump the brakes. Yeah, and North Carolina, I mean, yeah, they they have a lot of returning players that are looking good, but I'm right there with you. I think you got to start them off a little bit low there. I mean, 17, woo. I mean, already jumping up. So I think Tennessee starting at 25, your top 25, you're known, and now you want to get high up as you can go, knowing that you can since you're at 25, and I think we can do it. Yeah, I'm 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 pro what what that looks like and what that gives you, just because honestly, uh, it, it really it, it puts into perspective uh, without necessarily. I mean, how do I say this? It puts you in the conversation without without the super high expectations. I mean, you won seven of your last eight ball games. Yep. Uh, you you got got some really nice wins for Jeremy Pruitt and staff after a really poor start. Uh, there's some merit to be given there. Uh, you you have an, a returning quarterback. You have a returning running back. Uh, you have some young players that look to impact really soon. And then you've got a preseason All American in uh in, in Trey Smith. So I think all the pieces are there to be a top twenty five team and uh and, and they've placed you there in a conference only year yeah. uh to either be able to build that resume and get get a really nice ranking or or if it, it if it doesn't go your way, uh you can fall out as just as quick as you got a lot there. of potential. A lot of potential too with this team. We're just gonna see how things play out. But yeah, we have we have the tools. I think we can use them really well. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for what that looks like, and and really just, I don't know, to give ourselves some some reason to to push the envelope. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I think if you um, if you if you you come into it and you're like, oh, unranked conference only, it's going to be a gauntlet. And by the time you get to where you possibly could be a top 25, you may have already lost a game. Just right. because, let's just be honest, Tennessee's got to play play Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. I mean, you could go two out of three in that and still lose the game and drop out of the top 25. Yeah. I mean, it's legitimately Very well possible. Could. That, and that's the thing where non-conference games come in and help in a normal season because you play teams that are up there that are competing for the playoffs and another team, you knock them off, and then you're like, oh, okay, uh, this team, we're excited to see how they play in their conference play. So then they start comparing. But this year, you know, just conference games. And like you said, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, it's just going to depend on how – we play against all three of those guys, and if we come out beating two out of the three, then, yeah, you very well could go down or you could go up depending on how, when you play them. Yeah, I think you just you just live it a week at a time. It's kind of like the high school football season. You know, everybody's asking me, uh, you know, do you think they're going to get the whole season in? Uh, my answer is always they are till they're not. Yeah, I mean, it's a week-by-week week situation, you know, based on how – and every day changes. You, you know what I'm saying. Every right. day changes how this uh, how this dynamic happens and and what what comes of. Um, but but nonetheless, uh, you know Tennessee is a top 25 team. 
Uh, Tennessee will be a top 25 team as week number one gets underway against uh, South Carolina and Columbia. And we just got to be excited about what that's going to look like. But, uh, but again, we've hit the top of the hour, Carson. We're out of time once again. I swear, when you come in, uh, the hours just fly by, so that's hey, a that's, that's a good. positive. Yeah, it is a positive. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I appreciate you coming in again. Oh, yeah. Give him six podcasts. Check it out on any uh, basic outlet that you can get a podcast or just search it on Google. Just search it on Google. That's all you got to do. Google knows give him six podcasts, and yeah. you should too. But, uh, hey, uh, we've hit the top of the hour. Thanks, Carson, for coming in. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and, yes, grind on.